We're screening people, and we have been at a very high level, screening people coming into the country from infected areas. We have in quarantine those infected and those at risk. We have a lot of great quarantine facilities. It's not a question of if, but when the coronavirus will spread here in the United States. That's what the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced this week. The number of coronavirus cases has now exceeded 80,000 worldwide, and 14 of those confirmed cases are right here in the United States. The situation has caused the stock market to tumble this week, and the CDC is warning of widespread disruptions to daily life due to the disease. So how concerned should we really be about this virus? And what are we doing to prepare for its arrival? Here to talk more about that issue is Trini Matthews. She is the medical director of Hospital Epidemiology and Infection Control and Infectious Diseases at Beaumont Hospital in Royal Oak. Trini Matthew, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you very much for having me. So how afraid should we be of coronavirus, knowing what we know just right now? I think we need to be concerned I would not say we need to be afraid to the extent that we go into mass hysteria, but we need to be concerned and we need to be prepared here in the U.S. based on what we have seen happening globally. And when you say we should be concerned but not panicked, is that because the threat of it spreading is not as dire as we think it is or that the disease itself is not as dangerous as perhaps it's being portrayed? In other words, it is not as fatal as as people are thinking it is. Well, uh, the disease is evolving. The disease, again, because it's a novel virus, is more that we are trying to learn from science and from what has happened globally. We're trying to understand and learn more about it. But that does not mean that we are not going to be prepared. We are to be prepared for a pandemic, and we are to be prepared in the U.S. for any kind of community outbreaks that may occur. Now, again, what is concerning is what CDC has informed us yesterday of the concern of community transmission. And that's where we have some time to, again, make sure that we're prepared in the U.S. CDC has done a great job, and others in the agency have done a great job in controlling the transmission in the U.S., unlike what we have seen globally. But again, it's not as concerning as, for example, much more uh, fatal disease such as Ebola that is also going on globally in other places, not in the U.S. But having learned from our 2014 Ebola concerns that we had, we need to be prepared for what might come down the down here to us in Southeast Michigan or Michigan. Mm -hmm. So lots of hospitals are preparing hospital beds in case coronavirus comes to Michigan and spreads. Give us an idea of what's going on at Beaumont to prepare for what CDC says is, is coming. So we stay in touch with the information that we get from the State Department of Health and of course uh, Michigan State Department of Health and of course from CDC. We provide this communication uh, to our healthcare personnel, frontline staff, and we also have communications on what we're going to do if we have had a true case. We have had other cases come through, what uh, CDC would call it as a PUI, person under investigation, and we have worked with other collaborators, the local health departments and with the state to identify people that meet the criteria that CDC provides us with and provide the appropriate precautions 
for the patient so we don't have any transmission while we're waiting for the test results to come. And fortunately, we have not had any cases identified in Michigan. So this is happening in the middle of flu seasons. And what does that mean is my first question for public health officials as they're trying to deal with both of these diseases at the same time. But but I'd also like you to compare coronavirus and its outbreak to the flu. The flu kills lots of people in the United States each, each year. Is this is this a confluence of two diseases that could could make things just much worse this year than we normally see? Thank you for bringing that up because this is really what's more important for us to pay attention to is about influenza. Now, influenza, to compare it with the novel coronavirus, does spread the same way. They both spread through what we say as respiratory droplets. However, what we know about the influenza, the mortality is much less a percent than the mortality of novel coronavirus. So that's what's concerning to us. The mortality is higher for the novel coronavirus than the influenza. However, if the spread becomes as common as the influenza, that's where we're going to run into trouble with more mortality in actual numbers of people, not the percent we're talking about, numbers of people being affected Similar to the influenza, what we're concerned about are people who already have existing conditions that makes them very susceptible to changes in the lung that can potentially lead them to unfortunately having the high morbidity and mortality. So that's something that we know, just like influenza and other viral illnesses in the season, that we have to be much more cautious around people who are susceptible to complications from a viral infection. Just like the influenza, we have to be careful about people where the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus is um, going to be affected. Hmm. Is the solution to the coronavirus and its spread ultimately a vaccine, or is this something that will sort of peak in, in the way that it's affecting people and then subside on its on its own? I, I, I always wonder whether you have to have a vaccine to, to deal with something like this. So actually, vaccines are the safest bet if we have an effective vaccine, we can bring down the numbers. And that is really a crucial piece for us to work on, and people are working on that. So that will be the ultimate way for us to prevent any kind of communicable diseases, including the influenza, that we have the vaccine. Now, unlike the influenza virus, uh, where we know it kind of changes and the variations every season, and we know with influenza, the only thing that's predictable is that it's unpredictable. That's the only thing that's predictable about influenza. So unlike the influenza where we have vaccine available already for the season that we plan ahead for the novel corona, we still do not have a vaccine. So we, what we are left with are the usual controlled measures to do, which includes taking care of um, people who might be feeling ill and not coming into a congregate setting, like not going into places where others might unfortunately contract the illness. So these are things that we can do to protect ourselves. Frequent hand hygiene, hand washing, avoiding, you know, touching our nose, our mouth, and our eyes uh, with potentially contaminated hands, Mm. you know. So those are some measures that we could employ while we're evading a vaccine for the novel coronavirus. 
Okay, Trini Matthew of Beaumont Hospital in Royal Oak. It was really great to have you here to help us think through this coronavirus spread on Detroit Today. Thanks for Thank being here. Thank you home. once again. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Come back tomorrow when we are going to talk about funding for NASA and exciting developments in space exploration, one of my favorite topics and something we don't talk about quite enough here on Detroit Today. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow. <laughs>